Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Porpoise Pod with your hosts, Brendan Tobin and Alejandro Solano. Porpoise Pod rolling on here. Tobin and Solana here with you as uh, we want to get into some of the sounds of the week, best sounds of the week over at uh, Miami Dolphins camp as we count on down to the uh, second preseason game, Dolphins and Raiders. But before we do that, did you see this week? And of course you did. It's a ridiculous question for me to ask. <laughs> but this week uh, was this, – this made me thrilled. Eric Spolstra, Miami Heat coach, legend, top 15er of all time, Gracing the Dolphins' presence uh, this this week at practice, uh, I was very pleased with this. This has been a thing with Spo. He has done this with uh, with other football coaches around mm-hmm. the country. He's done this with Pete Carroll. You know, he's a Northwest kind of guy, Pacific yeah. Northwest kind of guy. So he's gone to Pete Carroll. He's gone when Dan Quinn was a uh, coach of the Falcons. He would go there. But the idea that he is now going to Dolphins camp, which is not something I know he talked about going with Flores, but I don't think they ever made that happen because of the pandemic. But to see him out there at Dolphins camp and uh, chopping it up with the coach a little bit, this made me very happy. Yeah, yeah. Nothing bad can come from two great minds coming together. Yep. I mean, two of the greatest football and NBA minds coming together. I don't know if it happened with Flo or not. Like, I don't remember it ever happening. And you might be right. The pandemic got in the way of a ton of stuff. But I just feel like this is the McDaniel, the McCoachin effect. Oh, Spo, bring him out here. Oh, yeah. uh, Jake Paul. Bring him out bring here. Him out here. Bring like, the circus. Who who is it? Who who is it? That's that's a big name that wants to come out here. Bring him out here. It just feels like that's that's McCochin saying, yeah, like I'm I'm for it. And uh and and just watching Spo strut the sidelines. Yeah. Don't you just feel like he could just throw on a throw on a visor and coach up this offense? I feel like he could. Like it feels like <laughs> two guys who like are. We know Spo likes to think the game different. Like he'll mm-hmm. uh, reprimand anybody who like is in this box of like how. They used to coach, and it's funny thinking about the way that he was, not personality-wise, but just the way basketball was when he first got in there and, you know, like couldn't fit Michael Beasley into a position. I feel like that Spo would laugh at that these days where he's like, positions? (laughs) Positions are for suckers. And I think like Mike McDaniel's the same way, like different kind of guys, love to use guys in, you know, that, that space. Like I just feel like they would vibe. Don't they remind you of each other? At least McDaniel, right? Spo literally grinded from the top video room. You know, BS assistant coach, assistant coach, like he all the way from the bottom, all the way to the top. And uh, and they're just like these really well-spoken, well-read, their vocabulary is top-notch. Like they remind me, or at least McCochin reminds me of, of a young Eric Spolcher. Definitely in the ways of like, yeah, coming from the ball boy system, um, you know, a, a big-time coaching tree. So you kind of have that parallel with right now. He's not replacing a legend directly like Spo did. True, true. And Spo is re- replacing a te- – like, it was a terrible year they had the year before that. So it was, like, clean slate. In a lot of ways, um, you know, Spo had the pressure of Pat Riley and replacing that. McDaniel kind of has the pressure of better roster. Like, yeah, yeah obviously Spo had Dwayne Wade and, you know – was a legend and was entering his prime years and was MVP quality those years. But like the rest of the roster was kind of, you know, patched together between a young Michael Beasley mm-hmm. and, 
and Haslam, and then it was like, you know, Quentin Richardson, and then, you know, they brought in Jermaine O'Neal at one point, and then this team, like, you know, I think we look around this roster, and it's like, yes, obviously Tua has to be good, but this is a quality roster that I do think comes with more expectations than Spo did his first year. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. The Dolphins are expected to not only make the playoffs, but have impact, right? Like, make it, I'm not going to say Super Bowl aspirations. I mean, with a rookie head coach, that's a little... Maybe naive, yeah. but but you know, make a splash for sure in the playoffs, and and you bring in this talent, you bring in the Tyreek Hills, like be one of these teams in the NFL that's and and we're on national TV already all the time, but like mm-hmm. be one of these teams that's talked about in the NFL as as legit contenders. I think the thing that I really want him to do, like if he can come out this the the first matchup against the Bills and just punch them right in the face, because Flores always got his ass kicked by the Bills. Josh Allen's our daddy, and I hate saying that, but it's true. And so if he could just change that, because it's funny, it's funny to say that because it's always been Patriots, 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 but Mac Jones sucks. Um, so now we're in the case of if he can come out and just send the message to the Bills early on, I think that's going to go a long way. Like it just show like, okay, no, no, we're here to stay and we're going to be right there neck and neck with you guys. I know a lot of people are talking about the first four games, right? You have yeah. Patriots at home. I, and it's a circus over there in in uh, in Belichick town, and they don't have an offensive coordinator. And Mac Jones suck. Like I'm I, I'm with all that stuff, but still, beating Bill Belichick is hard, no matter which way you want to which way you want to look at it. Uh, I think the Dolphins are better. I think they will win, but still, a rookie head coach beating Bill Belichick in his first NFL game that's a task. Like that's a hurdle. If you can beat the Patriots at home, forget Week Two on the road. Versus Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, other than last year on Thursday Night Football, which I don't, still don't know how the Dolphins pulled that off. Either. The defense just took over that game. The Ravens are our daddies. So forget that game just for a second because obviously if you go 4-0, I mean, yeah. you know, th- this town we're gonna, melts. We're gonna go, this is yeah. going to go nuts. Yeah, but I don't know how realistic that is. But if you can beat the Patriots at home and the Bills at home and start your season, let's just say 2-1. and 3-0 would be amazing, but be I'm, amazing. Just, I'm just saying – those two home games, big statements, and they're, and they're your home games because look, if we know that they're playing them early, that means you got to go on the road there late, and you know, cold weather, Dolphins, Tua, mm-hmm. you know, well he did go to Maryland this year. He's like, oh, did you do anything uh, this year to practice in the cold? He goes, yeah, I went to Maryland. <laughs> All right, it was hoping for like a little bit more yeah. north Tua, but you know, like you do Ontario you. Tua, you do Ontario. You. That's uh, that's that's fine. Uh, I want to get into something we call echolocation here on the show. That is how porpoises communicate people and dolphins. But uh, that is how that that whole – is that a genus? What is that? A kingdom? A family? I don't remember. Whatever. That that group of animal, they, they communicate through sound that you cannot hear. We're going to give you the sound that you can hear because we obviously are not – you know, sea mammals. So we need uh, we need uh, that ability to hear with our ears. But uh, some of the sounds of the week here from Dolphins Camp was an exciting week this week. Solana, um, the Dolphins reporters were expecting Mike McDaniel to make some kind of an announcement on Wednesday, I believe it was, because he's not talking Thursday, not talking Friday. There's no practice, so they aren't going to talk until after the game. Right. And Mike McDaniel was very confused by this by the reporters, and uh, also <laughs> had a big revelation with this. Should I have an announcement? I, uh, I think tomorrow. Who's? There's a birthday tomorrow. I just read it. There's a player's birthday. Um, I should announce that. Um, I should announce that my wife went to the grocery store, which is exciting because I'm a big <laughs> snack time guy. Trader um, Joe's, by the way, confirmed. Trader Joe's. Then, uh, no, uh, outside of that, 
Oh, I would like to announce that I'm very excited for practice, as you guys should be, because it's an opportunity for um, for both sides of the ball to respond to things that they weren't happy with the previous day. I think maybe he was referring to, like, the rotation of players. Oh! Stalkers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, phew. Um, no, the, uh, still working through it. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. Still working through it, dude. He's trying to figure it out. Big snack time guy, though. Not yeah, surprised. Yeah, yeah. He he seems like a grazer, right? Just like head in the books, yep. studying the offensive line, and he has like a bag of Doritos next to him at all times. I definitely could see that. Uh, did you say Trader confirmed? Like, did you have spy reports out no, there? No, confirmed. I shouldn't have used that. It's the same way Miami people <laughs> use literally when I'm not being literal. But don't, don't they just seem like him I and his wife? It. We were there at the, the press conference when, when he was introduced. And, you know, beautiful family. His wife seemed like really good people. She was talking to all the reporters. They have a beautiful young daughter. Mm-hmm. And um, they just seem like traders peoples. I could see it. Yeah, yeah, healthy, you know, a little bit more, a little foo-foo. Yeah. Hey, listen, you got that head coaching salary. Yeah. Good for you. And, and you come from you come from Cali, right? Yeah. You come over to Miami. Similar vibes almost. You don't think he's had the pub sub yet? No, no shot. Wow. No, I don't think the coaching. Think he take, you think he could take one? <laughs> that's a good question. You think he could take down a whole pub sub? There is 0% chance McCoachin can take down a foot-long, I guess not foot-long, but a full chicken tender sub from Publix. Yeah, he feels like he would be done for days. Yeah. You know, yeah. like he almost would cut it into quarters. Yeah. Yeah, Ja'Cory Harris, funny enough, cuts his subs into quarters. Really? Yeah, I learned that. Wow. Yeah. Is he a fireman now? He's a fireman. So badass. Yeah, he is. Ja'Cory Harris, uh, for non-Canes fans out there, longtime Hurricanes uh, quarterback who uh, one time went on the Levitard show and claimed he was going to show up to the Heisman Trophy ceremony in a pink suit. And uh, <laughs> career really wasn't the same since then, to be honest mm-hmm. with you, mm-hmm. but we were hyped from that time, from, yeah. you know, from, the, from the get-go with that yeah. guy. Um, but he's like, I just like the fact that McDaniel's just like, oh, I didn't realize you guys wanted to announce playing time. Playing time. That's interesting. Uh, of course, during uh, training camp, a lot of trash talk going on in the trenches. Okay, Robert Hunt, uh, famous illegal touchdown catcher and runner, he is uh, <laughs> Dolphins guard. He is uh, letting it be known that Christian Wilkins, little too yappy out there right now. Christian Wilkins. <laughs> Has a nasty mouth, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we got to find a way to get him reported and fined for his filthy mouth. I'm joking. Um, no, it's, it's fun, man. Christian gets fired up. Um, he's one of the ones that get fired up. His trash talking is freaking awful. Like, it sucks. Um, so I don't say much, man. You know, I'm already tired. I ain't got time for that. So I just kind of, like, let it go. I let AJ do all the talking with him. And, they, you know, they hash it out. But it's just Christian running this, running this bad trash talk mouth. And then some guys say something back to him. But... We, we, we really decided to get a little work in. And Christian just being Christian, so we love it, man. I like, I like, to have Christian on the team, I love it. You know what I mean? Except when he's on field goal or something like that, when he's talking trash to the other team, then they got to just tee off on the O-line. So that's the only problem. It sucks. <laughs> Nothing surprising about that. Christian Wilkins just being uh, a yapper. Doesn't matter who you are. Oh, you're on my on my team? I don't care. Like, I'm, I'm getting under your skin. Yes. I don't care who it is. I mean, we've seen some of the tactics he's used in college to get the football. Mm-hmm. He is mm-hmm. – well, you guys can just YouTube it yourself. I mean, just look up Christian Wilkins' <laughs> dog pile, and uh, he he will use all the tricks to get that football. There's a tape, by the way. There, it's not like one no, play. There's multiple. a tape. There's a tape. I'm Listen. waiting. I, we talked about uh, the Dolphins, Bills at home. I am praying the Dolphins win that game. Christian Wilkins sacks Josh Allen or bats on a ball or gets pre- some sort of pressure towards the end of the game, and as he's walking back to the sideline, 
gives him a nice old wave. Yes. Uh, a little taste of your own medicine, Josh Allen. Do you think there's any jealousy from Robert Hunt because Robert Hunt illegally scoring touchdowns? <laughs> they will bring it last year. I don't know if they'll do it this year because it's a new offense, but R Christian Wilkins was brought in in goal line situations last year. Big man allowed to catch touchdowns. Do you think Robert Hunt is jealous of him? Yeah, because Robert Hunt could probably do the same thing. Definitely. But Flo just liked Christian Wilkins better, I think. Like, and also, I think they, that's couldn't what it came they couldn't lose their left guard. Yeah, very in that good situation point. either. <laughs> but I'm with Yeah, like that's uh, – that's something. I'm sure they're also getting very annoyed because, dude, I'm telling you this week, it was unbearable out there hot. It was like, woo! Just from from our perspective, from the parking lot or like the patch of grass that they have us parking <laughs> um, to the facility, I mean, you melt. Yeah. You melt just from there. I it, It's like almost inhumane that they have these guys practicing out there. I um, know. I all think, around the league, by the way, not just in Miami. I think on Thursday was the first time that they were doing, at least to my knowledge, they were doing indoor practice because they have not been – they've been pretty much just out there in that sweltering sun. And, you know, I, I do think that, look, you got that beautiful facility. Obviously, yes, you want to have that advantage that they have of, you know, having people – yeah, go, well, this didn't work last year. They started 1-7, so – of having that uh that that that's that advantage of of having you know teams melt down late. I mean we've heard that work before. We've had years of work it hasn't mm -hmm. worked. I don't really I think it's a little bit overblown. So you have that facility. You do have that indoor facility. I think every once in a while it's okay. Like hey, how about we don't kill our players? It's right. not 1974. <laughs> you know, even though I know Zonka like a couple of weeks ago was like no pads. Korsanka saying that. Yeah, I mean, you hear all these stories from these guys. Like Shula would have just scoffed at the idea of no pads, yep. no pads for practice, indoor practices, yeah. astro turf. What astro turf are we talking about? Ridiculous. Uh, one more in echolocation, and uh, this guy, I feel like his hype train is is through the roof right now. And I'm referring to Javon Holland. Javon Holland had a couple of picks on Tuesday. Had a couple more picks. Uh, we had one pick on Tuesday, had a couple more picks on Wednesday. Had a sick breakup of Tyreek Hill to two to him deep. Uh, the snowman is everywhere. He is uh, he's all over the place. And uh, Tua Tungavailoa, he's loving what he's seeing from the Dolphins' second year safety. Really good. Oh my gosh. I mean, he's made tremendous plays. Um, you know, for for me trying to read off my read keys, um, you know, he's made tremendous plays, and not just today, but throughout the entire camp. Um, and you know, the plays that he's made is only getting me better, only getting our route distribution better and our timing better offensively. So, you know, props to, to J.H. Yeah, Javon Holland, he has been uh, playing out of his mind. I think we all saw this last year, and uh, it, it feels like he's getting the, the, the reputation not only just down here but nationally. Dolphins are in such a good place. They have Jalen Phillips and Javon Holland, like two young studs. If I'm Tua, though, like I'm talking of Javon Holland as much as possible – because he's had the better of him uh, the past two days in camp. Like yeah. he's like, yeah, JH is everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so you think he's? It's like a, it's like a boxer talking up his opponent. Right. Right. Like yeah, this guy, you know, well established, great footwork, great movement. That's that's what it felt like for me from from Tua, where he's like, yeah, he's everywhere out there. I well, we know he picked you off a couple times. Yeah, there was a, there was a write up this week because they did like a breakout stars list on ESPN and they had. Javon Holland as solid starter to pro bowler under that list. And uh, was just talking about some of the splits last year with Holland because after week five, he missed just 17 snaps of the 775 left of the season, which is crazy. But these yeah. splits with him on and off, uh, the Dolphins basically – I'll just break it down like this. I don't want to get too numbers-oriented. But the Dolphins with Javon Holland on the field 
were a top five defense, and when he was off, as good as that defense was, they were bottom uh, bottom five in the league. So he was just he was that important as far as an element for this uh, for this team, and and uh, and what he brings to the table, which is a lot. He is uh, his his talent is through the roof, and I think everybody just realizes that this guy seems to be a blossoming star. Yeah, where do you go with the football if you're an opposing quarterback? I don't know. You don't want to go anywhere near X. And X will still manage to get five interceptions in a season when he's not even getting targeted. Like, the ball comes near him, he's taking it. You don't want to go near Byron Jones. Um, and then, oh, hold on a second, now we have Javon Holland to worry about. Like, yep. it's it's a scary sight for opposing quarterbacks. And FTF, dude, knows for the football. Mm-hmm. That's what they got. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll take a look ahead to the Dolphins' second preseason game as they welcome in the Las Vegas Raiders. That's next on the Porpoise Pod.